everyone welcome back to my blockading universe um today we are going to be talking about racism not being a competition uh <laughs> yeah be sure um to like comment and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already um and yeah let's talk about this comparison of racism wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I talked about, you know, Black Lives Matter being such an upsetting statement for people. And, you know, in recent, uh, this past year, there's been an increase in anti-Asian crimes. And, you know, the hashtag uh, Stop Asian Hate was trending and people didn't have an issue with it. There was no retaliation of, you know, all lives matter, um, sort of backlash against it. Um, people were fully supportive of it. You know, I think it's very, very upsetting that, uh, that that was the case. I completely and utterly support um, stopping Asian hate crimes and um, I just want to make that absolutely clear I think I'm not surprised by it and so when I talk about that hierarchy of you know the closer you are to white the um, the more easily you're accepted but I don't think that's what was happening with Asian the stop Asian hate, um, there no not being any backlash against it. Um, what's happening is uh, that hate crimes, everyone can agree more easily um, that they're wrong. Stop Asian hate fits a narrative of racism that white people support they believe you know the people that are not anti-racist that aren't you know woke for lack of a better word and believe that racism is intentional acts of hate against a minority person so you know people they want to believe, you know, like in the police, that that was, you know, that person that murdered, you know, a black person in cold blood. Oh, that's just a bad apple. That's just a bad actor. That's how racism exists in their world, in their minds. That's an easy um, definition of racism that they've been taught, that they've learned, you know, when they say... Uh, <laughs> um, I'm thinking of barbershop when you know Cedric <laughs> engineers next to that like um, white guy on like the subway and he's like sir I am very nice to black people and he's like nice to black people <laughs> you better be um, you know that's like the minimum the minimum is you know being nice to another human being you don't get to pat yourself on the back for that you know congratulations you're not a monster like I don't understand why people think that that's like 
you know, so generous of them, you know, because they're thinking, oh, as a white person, I don't have to be. That's what it boils down to. They're like, I am so superior. You're lucky that I'm treating you like a person when, you know, we all know that you're not. That's racism. You know, saying that, you know, you, you're this wonderful being because you treat me like you're equal. I am. I am. So what Black Lives Matter does to these white people, which I'm sorry to say is um, a lot more than people would like to realize. They um, don't want to accept and acknowledge about themselves that they have these feelings. It's a very deep, in their deep, the darkest of hearts. You know, they have been socialized to believe in their own superiority. Um, you know, even if they, you know, rationally at the surface um, know that it's not true. I think when push comes to shove, for a lot of people, they do believe that they should have it better than somebody, um, a person of color, because they believe and have been taught of, that they are better. And so what Black Lives Matter does, why it's not so easy is that it acknowledges the systemic complex nature of racism you know we're asking them to tackle something bigger than a single bad actor we're asking them to defund the police you know we're asking them to change their laws we're trying telling them to change where they live to not be able to retreat into their neighborhoods of whiteness, to open up their schools, open up their neighborhoods, open up their lives in a meaningful way. And they don't want to give that up. That's the difference. That's what, what it, it does. It, it talks about a narrative of racism that white people don't like. It, you know, it implies that it's not individuals, it's not individual racism that needs to be changed. It implies, it implicates them in racism. It implicates them in racism. And you know, the worst thing that you can do as a person of color is basically, you know, calling somebody white a racist and that's that's why there's this pushback that's why there that's the difference and so i really really want to um acknowledge that that difference because it's an important one. Racism isn't an act, it's an institution. So you really need to understand the difference of the racism. So I, <laughs> I, I'm trying to have 
a good sense of humor about this, but I really, really, really um, am annoyed when I hear people talking about how, you know, we should eliminate all forms of racism, like let's not, oh, Black Lives Matter, people get so hot and bothered when we say Black Lives Matter, like, you know, it's... Um, it shouldn't be said. It shouldn't have to be said. But the fact that a simple fact that we say that um, a group of lives matter, like human life matters, that a group of people that have been um, attacked and killed are still getting killed in the streets on video um, and their murderers are just walking free because they're hiding behind some institutional badge that you know was basically given to them for the sole purpose of killing black lives um the fact that we have to say that and it makes you so uncomfortable you need to check yourself don't come at me with your problems the fact that you would treat a animal better than you would treat a black person that means you're racist the fact if i say black lives matter and it makes you angry check yourself that's not my problem that's you that's you being a horrible person <laughs> sorry it's it's just true i like i don't i don't have to prove it i don't want to have to get into like an argument with some karen i don't have to prove nothing if you, if the simple fact that i say that my life matters is an affront to you then you can f the hell off like i'm done like i'm like okay yeah, bye bye. Get out of my get out of my life. Um, I just, it just it's yeah it's it's just very bizarre. And I think that people should you know question like if I someone said something very simple to me like that like oh my life matters and I'm like ah, freaking I'd be like wait a minute why am I so angry about it? And you know we're not there's no comparison here. It's just a fact. We're just trying to say that in a world that devalues our lives, we want to remind you that you're wrong. You're wrong. That's all we're saying. We're saying is if you feel like your life is better than a black life, you're wrong. That's a very simple, easy statement that nobody who isn't racist can argue with. If you counter that all lives matter, then again, refer to my previous statement of you can F the hell off. <laughs> because that's not the point. The point is this, black lives matter. And it doesn't need saying it shouldn't need saying, but it does because we live in a racist country. So it's there's this whole concept of we have to, you know, be fair to everybody, equity, you know, equality, 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 equality isn't treating everybody the same. You know, uh, I, I think a really good example is sexism. You know, women want to be treated the same as men, and they're not. So when we say equality for women, we're saying give us access to the same things. Give us access to the same things. That's 
you know, what we're, we're asking for. And if you can understand sexism, then you can understand racism. If you as a man or, you know, a woman and you're saying like, you know, um, you know, people also like, you know, equal rights for transgendered people, all those kinds of things. All we're saying is that this is who I am and I deserve equal access to everything that, you know, a human being is entitled to. It's, you know, it's human rights. But in our society, there is a hierarchy of races based on white supremacy. This fallacy that's dominating the world that white people are at the top of the racial hierarchy. And so the lighter your skin is, the closer you are to that top of the pyramid. And, you know, it's not a one size fits all to get that equity, to get that equity. Um, different people have different needs. I would presume to know what indigenous people would need to, you know, how, what their needs are, experiences are. And, you know, one indigenous person's experiences and needs vary from another indigenous person. My experience as a black woman vary from a different experience from another black woman. We're not the same people. We're not, you know, we're individual human beings. We're saying that we need to remove the barriers to make sure that everyone has equity. So white people would need the least assistance because currently our institutions, our policies, economics, everything favors white people. So they would have the least amount of barriers in their way for success. I really like um, <laughs> uh, Chris Rock uh, has this hilarious, you know, say like, I guess it's a uh, stand up from a few a few years ago, but he was just talking about how like, <laughs> you know, there's like a one legged white janitor, you know, working here that wouldn't want to be Chris Rock. But he was just like, you know, and he's like, and I'm rich. And he's like, let's, you know, let's see where this goes. And I just I think it's so funny. because <laughs> It's true. You know, you know, that um, there's a disadvantage to being black. I don't know why people find that so difficult to understand, but uh, it's hard to admit, but it's there and uh, everyone knows it. And, you know, it's anti-black racism is its own thing. We have to challenge anti-black racism because it needs to be challenged on its own. If you were to tackle any other problem, you know what I mean? If you were like, oh, I have to, um, you know, I'm just trying to think of it. like a baking a cake. You have to follow a certain order. You have to treat everything the same. And if you, we want this different outcome for the same thing, you know, you can't just throw everything all together and assume that it's going to, you know, work out. You have to treat each ingredient differently. You might have to whip the butter and the sugar together. You have to like sift the flour. You have to do everything at its own time. And anti-black racism is its own thing. There's 
this call for, you know, oh, the Black Lives Movement has to support other movements. Like, I know there's the Stop Asian Hate Movement. And, you know, they don't need to be lumped together. They don't have to be. We want to eliminate suffering of all peoples. Absolutely. I believe that. I think, you know, everybody believes that. Um, But it doesn't mean that all things have to get jumbled together. Of course, we're trying to eliminate you know, uh, white supremacy. That's the cause of all these racial inequities, of course. But how we get there isn't just mixing everything together and not having any distinct case. That's just not how (laughs) you would tackle any problem. You know, you don't just say, let's do everything all together at once. That's not realistic. It's not gonna lead to progress you need things done in individual bite-sized manageable tactics and you can focus it's called like a focus area it's just you know basic project management everything needs to be done um so just to end um I wanted to say that, you know, we need to remember that racism against is wrong. Um, But, you know, racism at the heart of racism, yes, is white supremacy. But to address it and eliminate it, it needs a focused individual approach. And so, um, yes, we need to all be focusing on the elimination of white supremacy, um, having equality for all, but it is not a competition and it is okay for, you know, groups of people to address their needs together as a focus, you know, whether that be indigenous people, black people, you know, we of course support them, uh, support all people of color in ending you know, white supremacy and working towards equality. But in order to be effective in doing that, it needs a focused effort. And it doesn't mean that because I say, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, it doesn't mean that I'm okay with, you know, um, Indigenous peoples being oppressed. It doesn't mean that at all. Um, It just means that, um, you know, I understand that there's going to be a focus of this approach. And that's I think that makes the most sense, you know, um, and it's, it's insulting to assume that I don't care about other issues because, you know, I, um, am educated in one area I, you know, or focused on another. I, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I, I actually did, um, my thesis on, indigenous um, oppression in Canada because I didn't understand it as much as I did for my own experience as a black person and I wanted to be more uh, well knowledgeable in that area and I wanted to educate myself and so I think that um, you know is something that people need to recognize as well it's just that uh, it, it, it I, I yeah, I just think that 
to say that we need to join together and all these groups need to come together or this one group isn't supporting another group, um, it's just a distraction. It's a distraction because um, everyone has their own needs and that's not how you would tackle any elder problem is just to you know try and do everything at once. That's not how the world works. That's not how people works. That's not how projects work. Um, it's just a distraction to try and turn people away from the focus, which is that um, each group has its own distinct needs that need to be addressed through the elimination of white supremacy. So, you know, to be anti-racist is to attack racism in all forms, and it's going to come at us in different forms. Um, if it's against Asian people, if it's against indigenous people, it's coming against black people, um, and we should be on the lookout for it. And that's what we're trying to do. So um, yeah, I think I'll end on that. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're, I, I so happy with, you know, the enlightenment that I've been seeing um, in my life and, you know, just around the place that people have been questioning their thoughts and ideas and beliefs more and more, um, more than, you know, in the past year than I've seen in the past five years. And it's, it's encouraging. It's encouraging because things need to go faster. It's not you know, the, there shouldn't be this like slow progression of change, which we've seen. Um, I think people want everything, um, other things to happen fast, other changes to happen fast, you know, um, the end of like the pandemic needs to happen fast. You know, we wouldn't tell people just slow down and wait, you know, change doesn't happen overnight, which is what they expect us when we talk about like the end of racism. You know, I want it now. I want it fast. <laughs> I want it uh, like I want that vaccine. Like, uh, yeah, things are messed up here in Canada, if you didn't know. But, you know, I want it now. I want it fast. I want change now. I want the elimination of your racism like yesterday. And that's okay. Don't tell me when I want equal treatment. I want it now. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I'll end on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Always appreciate uh, any feedback. Please, please, please uh, let me know what you think. And I will talk to you next time.